Hi, it's Dr. Jenny. I want to take a minute to thank you for tuning in to my Health Hacks podcast and to introduce my topic for this week. We are going to be talking this week about this idea that even if you have been evaluated for suspected thyroid problems, you have been told everything is quote unquote fine, but the problem is you you don't feel fine. You, You have every symptom on the list of slow thyroid symptoms. So you're having trouble um, losing weight. You're tired all the time, despite maybe sleeping 10, 12 hours a night. You, you just feel slow and cold and your hair is falling out and you have brain fog and joint pain and depression and, uh, you know, thinning hair and, and all of the symptoms that we associate with a slow thyroid. And so you go to your, your doctor and you say, can you check out my thyroid? And they say, yeah, let's, let's check that out. And then they, they do their thing and they come back and they say, everything's fine. And you just don't in, in your, in your gut spirit, you feel like, Hey, that is just not that that's not driving with the way I feel. And then, so maybe since that doesn't feel right to you, you go back and you ask more questions and you say, can you run that again or look at something else? And then that's when they start saying things like, well, you know, everything looks fine. You know, here's some antidepressants and, and they want to just medicate you with an antidepressant and you're not depressed. You just know that there's something going on with your thyroid and it just hasn't been detected and, and identified. And so that scenario plays out in my practice every week and most of the time every day. So actually what is happening? Let me give you a little bit of of clarity around that. Why you might be told that everything looks fine when it's really not fine. So I I find that there's two really big, big reasons that this is happening. The, The first is that the way a thyroid is evaluated by the traditional medical system is in my opinion just so lacking it's just not we're not even doing it right so the the conventional thought process is that that there is a a marker called the thyroid stimulating hormone or tsh for short And it's considered to be the quote unquote screening test for the thyroid. So that means insurance pays for it. And it's kind of like the gatekeeper. As long as that number is, you know, in range, then they, they just tell you it's fine. We don't, we don't need to look nothing else to see here. We, we just, we'll, we'll call it fine. And and call it good. The, the problem with that, there, there's a number of problems. The, the first problem is that it's, it's not a very sensitive test. That means that it can be in the reference range for a long time. While there's really a, a problem going on, it, it just hasn't changed enough to move the needle out of range. And so it's, it's not very sensitive. It, it takes a long time for, for that to move. But once it is out of range, th- the problem is that it's, there's been a problem in most cases for a long time. And if we would have done it a little differently and dug deeper, you know, a few years earlier, we would have seen that earlier when it's easier to do something and, and to, 
to make a change. So that that's number one. And so that's why when I run a thyroid panel. If someone comes to me and I think they have a thyroid problem, suspect they have a thyroid problem, they've been told they have a thyroid problem, even if they haven't, I always look at the thyroid because the, the truth is that one out of every five American women has a problem with the thyroid. Most of them don't even know it. And so this is a huge problem. And it's a lot easier if we know about it before it's a major problem that requires lifelong medication so that we can we can be proactive and, and intervene be before it comes to that. So I when when I when I begin with somebody, I run a panel that includes eight thyroid markers. And so you know when, when you think about going from one marker to eight, you, you can imagine the, the clarity that you get when you add eight times the, the number of, of markers. It's, sometimes I will say that um, in addition to a TSH, uh, the, the medical system will run something called a T4 number, which is the, the um, inactive form of the, the thyroid hormone because that is the medication that is most likely prescribed for somebody if if they have determined that, that your thyroid is in fact an issue that's the only tool in the in the toolbox is a is a medication and it's typically that T4 it's a version of that T4 thyroid hormone and so some sometimes I'll go ahead and and run that on there too just to say, oh, okay, if that's slow, we'll give you some thyroid hormone. But th that's not really thinking through what the thyroid does, where it could break down, what could go wrong. You know, it's one or maybe two numbers instead of eight. And, and the reason I run all those eight markers is because, number one, I want to determine, is the thyroid an issue? And number two, if it is an issue, what specifically is, is the problem? There are many instances where the thyroid is struggling and, and that might show up on a lab as the thyroid struggling. But unless you have all those numbers, you don't know where the breakdown is happening. So it, it's it's in most cases, it's not just that the thyroid has slowed down. It's that something else is behind that the thyroid is a secondary problem to the, the root cause and the classic example of this is something called Hashimoto's thyroiditis which is an autoimmune condition and in this case the thyroid slows down because the immune system is under attack the immune system is attacking a person's own body so that means the thyroid is the target not the main problem and so if you just throw some thyroid hormone at the problem you are not actually fixing the, the root cause of an immune system gone wrong and attacking the thyroid and and even worse yet that could go on to cause other problems because the immune system doesn't oftentimes it doesn't only attack one thing it starts to attack other parts of the body so it starts to attack the joints and you get rheumatoid arthritis or lupus shows up or all these things and you know, and then they go, oh, well, here's some medicine for that and medicine for this. And we don't have any medicine for that, but it, it's, it's all the same problem. And, and we just haven't thought 
of the, the person as a whole rather than segmenting them into these little, okay, here's the thyroid and here's the rheumatoid um, arthritis in that category. And we're, we're just not seeing that. But when you run all of those markers and you look at them with the whole person in mind, you get the whole story. The, the next problem I see is that the quote unquote reference range that that they use in traditional medicine. So th these ranges are so broad, especially in the case of that um, TSH number that I was talking about earlier that they use as the screening test for the thyroid. The, the reference range is so wide that by the time you're, you're actually out of that range, you, you really have a big problem. And that that goes to not only is that test not super sensitive, then we pair that with the fact that we're using a reference range that is so big that it's really, in my opinion, not reliable, then you can see how many things are being missed. And I, I have this conversation every day with, with my patients about what the reference range is. Most people have this idea that it's somebody's sitting around saying, okay, what is a healthy range for that, that value? If we're, if we're talking about TSH, okay, it's healthy be, be, to be between 0.5 and 4.5 on a TSH. That means you're healthy. When in fact, that has, that is not how the reference range is calculated. What really happens is that the, the lab takes everybody who has that test run, so if it's TSH, we're talking about TSH, and they, they they put you into a pot, like maybe they put all the women together in some cases and all the men together in some cases. Sometimes it doesn't matter if we break them up into male and female, but regardless, they, they just put everybody together and they say, as long as you're not in the bottom 5% of all values or the top 5%, your quote unquote in range. So all, all they do is they take that middle 95%. They, they chop off the 5% on the top and they chop off the 5% on the bottom and say, those people are out of range. But it's, it's all about statistics. It's not about health. And so, you know, going back to the fact that one out of five women in this country have a thyroid problem now you see why that range, like it, it's not super helpful. And so if, if you have a functionally trained doctor, that that's, that's my specialty functional medicine, we will rely on optimal ranges or functional ranges. And, and we are asking the question of where is this person going to be healthy and feel good? And so just as a illustration the, the reference range for most labs on a TSH value is between 0.5 and 4.5. And an optimal range is between 1.5 and 3. So you can see how much tighter that optimal range is. So when I see people all the time that they're, they're somewhere between that optimal range and that that reference range. So if the top end of an optimal range for a TSH is three, but the reference range top end is 4.5, there, there are a ton of people floating around with values 3.5, 3.8, 4.2, and they're being told they look fine and nothing's wrong. When in fact, if I would evaluate them, I would say to them, yeah, we have a problem. Let's look for more clues about what's going on 
not only with the rest of the thyroid, but some of the other systems that talk to and communicate with the thyroid. And let's, let's find out what we need to do to bring back health and healing to your body. So now you can see how it's possible to have a major issue with your thyroid and still be told everything is fine. I, I actually see this, if not every day, at least on a weekly basis. And I, I am helping people find answers so they can do two things. They, they know what's going on with their thyroid. And number two, they know what they need to do to, to, to be healthy again. So sometimes it's something with the thyroid and sometimes it's something outside the thyroid that will affect the thyroid that we need to do to, to bring back health. So that I, I just wanted to um, do a little episode on that because I see this all the time. And, and I, I really feel for these people that are being told this, that, oh, it's all in your head. Everything looks fine. And, and no, it's not. Just know that, that maybe you just need another opinion. And so you can really get the help that you need. So if, if you want to um, reach out to me and, and ask a question about that, you want me to run this analysis on you, look at these labs, have a conversation with you. Um, there is a, there's a link on my, um, my website. It's Thrive CFH. So that stands for Thrive Chiropractic and Functional Health. So thrivecfh.com. There's a way to book a free um, consultation for functional medicine where I'll just give you a call. And, um, and, and we can talk through that and I, I can listen and see if maybe this is happening to you. And if so, what do we need to do to get you feeling good again? Okay. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.